This is the New City Podcast, where we exist to renew the Quad Cities by restoring the health of its people. The standard American lifestyle is destroying our health and compromising every aspect of our lives. This leaves people feeling defeated and doubting their ability to ever change. We teach people how to make intentional lifestyle decisions that will result in an optimal state of health. When people are healthy, they have more freedom to enjoy life. And a community of healthy people grows into a healthy, renewed city. Welcome to the show. To obtain health, give the body what it needs and stay away from what it doesn't. This is our first principle. This is like the chief pillar that everything kind of falls back on. This this can really summarize all of health. The pursuit of health wellness is wrapped up in this idea that if you give your body what it needs and stay away from what it doesn't, that health is the natural outcome and byproduct of that. So all the rest of our principles, we have them broken down into these categories. So we have the individual principles, but they either fall under these uh, pillars of giving the body what it needs. So in the category of food, movement, rest, and what we call just the mind in this kind of one category explicitly of avoidance that is toxicity. Um, everything kind of falls under these things. Now, we break it down further than, hey, you have to be concerned about what you eat. You need to you know, move well. You need to rest. But breaking it down a little bit more to say, hey, these are like the chief components of those things. So every week in our classes... Every day starts with question of the day, trying to get, a, get some conversation rolling around um, just engaging with these things and, uh, you know, hopefully starting to kind of chip away and take some steps towards, you know, getting to the actual application of these things. So that's that application step is really um, what we're going after this week and just looking kind of big picture at these categories of food and movement and rest and the mind um, and asking the question, what is one thing you could do to actually <coughs> move forward here to, um, to progress, to feed your body more optimally, to move more optimally, um, to rest more optimally and taking these things from conceptual to really like put some meat on the bones and, yeah, create some actionable tasks of if I did this, I would be moving towards health, right? Moving towards a greater degree of health. Moving towards, um, you know, optimal health. So, kind of wrapped up in there are the, <laughs> the actual thing, the, hey, if I didn't drink soda and I drank more water instead, like, that's an that's a extremely applicable thing in that is the fact that you you dialed this into something that's really tangible and so there's there's kind of two parts of that that I want to dive into hey what are some examples of that stuff especially for us who maybe from the outside look like hey we've got a handle on a lot of things but we still want to be kind of always checking this and always reforming <laughs> what we're doing but then also this actual process of break something down 
so granular that it, it becomes a really, really clear task, right? Yeah. Yeah, just some thoughts that I have just listening to you. I was just thinking that I mean, maybe there was a time in my life when I was, but I just don't think I'm very good at that, what you're describing of taking, of just always thinking about, and I'm thinking specifically in the area of food, always thinking about what I can improve. I think I'm just kind of just rely on the habits that I've developed over the years and tell myself, oh, I'm doing, I'm doing better than most people. Sure. Um, but I think it's, I think it's always good to be thinking, I guess not just being content or settling for where you're at in any of these areas, you know, cause you always want to be trying to, to move forward. Cause anytime you're not moving forward, you're going to be probably going in the other direction. You're not just staying put. Um, so for me, I would say, and I don't think we've ever decided on if water is part of food, <laughs> but one of my worst things that I, I, uh, about my health is I don't, I don't drink enough water. Um, I drink water with the kind of mixes that I typically put. Sure. Um, and then I'll drink like Zevia that has water in it. Of course, I'll drink coffee that has some water in it, but plain water. I, I do not like unless I'm like dying for thirst. Sure. That's one of the, the things that I think I could just fuel my body more optimally is making sure that it's hydrated because, you know, it's just so easy not to do, um, and it's extremely important. And I think it's one of the things that's the most noticeable if you're not doing. If you're not drinking water enough, you'll notice a lots of bad things happen with your body. I mean, your energy can go down. You're not, you won't sleep well. You get, you know, inflamed joints pretty easily. Um, skin issues can start to happen just because it's a huge part of you flushing toxins and stuff out. So... If you're not doing it, you'll notice stuff. But then when you start actually, like there's been times in my life where I've just filled up a gallon jug mm -hmm. and I tell myself I have to drink this by the end of the day. And most of the time it doesn't happen, but at least I'm drinking a lot of water then. Sure. And just, it's just a huge difference, you know, how I feel and just those other things that I mentioned. But if it's, even though I said that, so you would think, well, that would be, that should be motivation enough to do it then. But if it's not a rhythm that I've developed it's very difficult. For right. Me to and do. so in it's great. So th you're, you're like nailing it as far as this, this combination of the first is the assessment to say, yep, I'm not drinking enough water. Like I know this is true. So then the, you know, the, we, we, we kind of go through this progress of, okay, there's, you already obtain, <laughs> you already have this educational component of understanding this is important and probably even further understanding like even quality of water and understanding what like what is a reasonable quantity to be aiming for and all this stuff. You already have that. It, you're to this place where it's okay. What is this really tangible, rhythmic, applicable, actionable task of how do I get more water consumed on a daily basis? Mm -hmm. Right. So I think that, that the gallon jug thing is a really good example. Now, you kind of identified that might have been too big of a step, right? Mm -hmm. So, I mean, we do this all the time in the gym. It, this idea of the term is progressive overload, right? How can we challenge this just enough to get the 
response that we want and progressively build that thing, right? Mm -hmm. So it's like maybe the dose of a gallon was wildly too much, right? Maybe the first step, like, so for me, having, what's funny is literally as we speak, I have a water bottle sitting in front of me and Alex has a shaker cup that definitely doesn't look like clear water. (laughs) So, so it might be having this thing. So super similar. I don't put anything in this bottle, this, this, this container other than water. Right. So it's like, I have a specific device. So we're not even talking about consumption. I have this water bottle that holds nothing but water. Yeah. Okay. So I have this thing. Now, do I have it with me? Right. Right. Great. I always have it with me. Now, did I remember to fill it up? Right. And so it's like these, these tiny little things where I get to the point where rhythmically, habitually, like in the morning. So, well, it even starts at night. I fill this thing up at night. It's sitting on the counter in my quick little, like, get my stuff ready at four in the morning thing. This is one of the things. I've got it. Right. right. So, like, setting up that behavior stuff to the point where, okay, yeah, I'm probably at minimum getting through one of these on top of, you know, the mixing up a drink and a Zevia and whatever throughout the day. Right. Right. Breaking it down into those type of behaviors. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point because, I mean, it wasn't really ever a problem for me to drink that much water because the goal wasn't necessarily to, to drink the whole gallon. It was just be, that was I knew I was going to drink water if I had the goal of, right. of getting it. It was I have to freaking fill up this gallon jug every day and mm-hmm. I have to carry around this gallon jug every day. So that was miserable. And then <laughs> I've tried that type of stuff, but if you know me at all, I lose my wallet every other day. Yep. I lose my phone every other day, yep. my keys. So that was just another thing for me to lose. So, um and, you know, we're purchasing multiple stainless steel water bottles. Yeah. Or yeah. I lose the lid, mm. you know, so. And, I, I mean, that's just making excuses for me <laughs> not to do do what I'm supposed to be doing. But it's it's – I'm trying to communicate it's more than just saying, oh, I should drink water every day. Like you – Right. That's a great step, and it's a necessary step for you to improve your health, for your body to survive and thrive – but it it takes thinking, it takes preparation, it takes planning. There's a lot that goes into just making sure you get, and maybe that's not the same for everybody, right? Maybe people drink water and it's easy for them and they're always around water that they can drink. But that's one of my weaknesses for sure. Yeah, yeah. So what are you going to do about it? Uh, <laughs> well, honestly, this thing, like I never used to do, like this is this has a pre-workout in it and um, some creatine in it. Like I never used to do that stuff. The one of the main reasons I do it still is because yep. this is the only time I ever get water. Anymore. Yeah. So I, I, you're only supposed to do like eight ounces or something according to the bag. Like I do, you know, Just close to up. 20 ounces yeah. because that's the the main time that I'm going to actually drink water. So this is somewhat of a step like you're talking about, Hey, I'm just going to grab yeah. this and, and fill it up, make sure I get that. Then I just need to get another, you know, one or two of these figure out a, another goal there to, to make happen. Yeah. I mean, I, I do the same type of stuff. So like I've got little like salt electrolyte packet things and it's like, okay, you know, I, I know I've, I've figured out the water bottle thing. I figured out having this with me and, you know, getting through at least one of them in a day. Right. But then, you know, at a different time of the day, I'm probably going to grab another jar and mix in some salt with the water because I know that, Hey, this is 
probably mineral depleted yeah. and I need to actively do that as well. Okay. There's a, another thing, you know? Mm-hmm. So I, yeah, it's a super similar thing. <coughs> and I think, yeah, I think the, the more, um, it's, it's just, it, it's, it's almost like gamifying the whole thing. Right. Right. Make this, make this a, 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 yeah, a, a task, a, um, like, can I accumulate so much? Can I beat what I did? You know, it's, it's like the step counter type of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, can we can we quantify and break down smaller pieces of the thing that we know to be true? I don't think anybody would argue with most people needing to drink more water. Um, but yeah, can can we can we make that more tangible? Yeah. <laughs> Yep. And I think, yeah, just so, some way of challenging yourself. I think we all respond pretty well to challenge. I mean, some people have been challenged so much in a negative way and, you know, someone have always failed or something. So that, that becomes, you know, there's some mental games going on there, but I think it's just come somewhat innate in the human body when you're challenged with something, you go after it a little more. So doing some type of small challenge, like, Hey, I'm going to get two of these in a day or, yeah, you know, I'm going to drink this much water before 9am type thing. That's always good. Right. Good actionable steps. Right. Yeah. 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 So the question I asked yesterday, what's one way you could feed your body more optimally? Um, so w- one thing I have found true over the course of the past, you know, eight years or so that have really been making significant changes in this area is it's like as as the um as the full spectrum of like what you're going to allow into your life and into your diet as that gets smaller it's like the the tendency to like loosen the reins within that spectrum like almost becomes easier and easier because when it's like when you know that there's certain things that they, they're just not going to make their way into your house when you're at the grocery store or the gas station or something there's certain things that like you can walk by and look at and it's like it doesn't even cross your mind that I could buy that and eat that right now mm-hmm. right and so once like when that continues to shrink it's like then and, and part of this I think is good Part of it to, to say, hey, you've got freedom within these limitations. But then I think for for me is like, so as we kind of progress through our, um, our tenants here within the category of food, it's like the real food thing is, is actually a pretty broad, pretty broad statement. Eat real food, right? Mm-hmm. Tons of stuff falls into that. That's not our full approach nutritionally. We need to consider, hey, when <laughs> you're eating, how much you're eating, what is actually making up that stuff. And so those factors tend to be the things that can like really easily just way more easily get um, just be taken loosely mm-hmm. compared to, hey, what what are these things? You know, is it is it like you know, my my food list is so small that it kind of seems like, hey, if I'm going to have any freedom, it is in 
the the quantities and ratios and all this stuff. But go being in that place for too long, like leads to the same type of unhealthy behaviors. Even though like your scope is smaller, it's it's uh yeah. There's still there's still that behavioral aspect of like actually being well tuned versus you know eating whatever you want even though that thing is smaller right yeah so for example um we i think for 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 me it's like so looking at the timing thing so having a set time where this is when i'm going to eat and i'm not going to eat until the next time i'm going to eat right like I bring food with me here in the morning, I work out, I eat that, and then it's like there's no other option for me to eat while I'm here other than leaving and going to get something, right? So it's like, great, like ate what I know I need to refuel from working out and to stay me for whatever work I need to do, and then cool, I know that I've got another meal planned, and great, that's the meal time, right? Yeah. Or like... um. So we, we we do like treats, desserts with the kids like only on certain night of the week, right? So now it currently it's Sunday night, right? This is when we're going to do that thing. It's n- you know, it's not to say that, hey, this dark chocolate with freaking no sugar and stuff. It's like, does that fit into this real food category? Absolutely, right? But if I think about that thing as always having access to it pretty soon, like I've gotten to the point where it's like, yeah, I eat a freaking whole bar of chocolate every single day. Right. Right. It's like, I'm not going to tell anybody that's a good idea, right. but because, because you're in just that kind of freedom type of mindset, you can very quickly get to that type of behavior. Right. You know? Right. <laughs> yeah. And that's the difficulty of living in the time that we do. I mean, it, so much of what we teach is just going back to when people were so much healthier than we were, um, eating real food more and, and um, timing of food was almost a necessity because they didn't necessarily have, you know, the grocery store or the convenience store right down the, the end of the block and they didn't fill their pantries with a bunch of bag food that lasts for months. And so we just have so much access to whether your food list is small or it's, lo- or it's a big list. Like you're saying, if you if you uh, just kind of give yourself the freedom to not follow within these principles, then it's you're you're easily going to be attracted to doing stuff you don't want to. You're not supposed to be doing. Yeah, and and, and f- like again, even for us, like to be able to understand that there is opportunity to progress into fine-tuning things even better. I know you've talked in the past about like how you thought you were sleeping just fine. Then you started to assess it, to mm. quantify it, and it's like, actually, no, I sleep like crap. <laughs> right. Right? And so there's, there's having the fundamental belief first that we are not optimal and there are ways that we want to challenge what we already do and challenge current beliefs we have then like that that's the first thing to say that hey there is something to do and we can put in a little work to 
assess and to learn and to progress and to continue to, you know, essentially move up and to the right. (laughs) Right. Right. Yeah. And I think I was just thinking about this earlier today. I can't remember what I was listening to, but, um, I think it's hard to communicate to people how difficult it is to be healthy just sure. in, our, in our day and age. And, and you can get in the mindset of, oh, you know, why does this matter so much? Or, you know, this is so, it's too stressful to think about all this stuff. You know, my parents lived however long and they seem to be healthy and they didn't, they didn't do all this type of stuff. Well, just with the environment that we constantly have to put ourselves in on a daily basis, it's getting more and more difficult to not focus on these things and, and remain healthy. And that's for us. Like, if you think about your kids or grandkids, great-grandkids, it's just going to get more and more difficult with the environment that we live in. So getting, being able to, to understand how a human, the human body gets and stays healthy and being able to be intentional about that, develop rhythms, so it is just does become, you know, natural, mm-hmm. if you want to use that terminology to you, is extremely, extremely important. So always thinking about, okay, how can I evaluate how things are going and, and what's a step like you're asking these questions this week? What is a step forward that I can make is it's far reaching, I guess, is the way to describe it. It's mm-hmm. not just something, you know, simple that, oh, I can maybe get a little bit healthier, 1% healthier. It's it can last a long time and pass down to generations what, you, what you're doing. So that, is, that was just something I was thinking about earlier. Yeah. And, and, and I think it. It boils down to this, this, um, you know, I'm sure there's a name for this, but when you basically, like the whole half-life type of thing, when something, as you divide something down, it's like you never get to zero, yeah. right? You you are always only getting, you know, tiny, tiny, tiny little steps closer to this thing that you're aiming at, <clears throat> but it's like the actual end, like the perfection doesn't actually exist, right. <laughs> you know? And so if that's true, that means that there's always these incremental steps to be taken closer and closer and closer to that goal that, you know, even though it's, it, it's like holding, holding two kind of opposing things to be true, that the pursuit of that is good and We'll never get there. So because of that, the pursuit is always going to exist. Right. Right. Yeah. Yep. Cool. So if uh, this is a daunting task, if this sounds uh, challenging and something that uh, you don't feel equipped to go after yourself... Do not hesitate to reach out because this is exactly what we do um, and we'd love to help you. So reach out, send us a message, schedule an appointment, talk through it. We will definitely, we would love um, to help you think through some of these things to assess where you're at, what's going on, to help you learn exactly what needs to happen, to put stuff into practice, to take action with it, to then ultimately transform let that become who you are and continue that process forever if you made it this far it probably means you were interested enough in the content of this show to stick around for the whole thing so first let me say thank you for your attention now second 
let me extend an offer to you to dig in more. All you have to do is open up the browser on your phone or your computer, go to newcity.fitness/start and schedule a time to come in for a free one-on-one consultation. We can talk further about what it is you're looking for with your health and fitness and see if it is in fact something we can help you with. Again, that is newcity.fitness/start to schedule a free consultation. Until next time. Give your body what it needs, stay away from what it doesn't, and renew the city. Peace.